0: Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. As always, my partner in crime, Mr. Tate Matthews, is here. Tate, week two of football in the books. I think you would mentioned last week the biggest improvement takes place from week one to two. And I think our teams are starting to show their true identities. The weaknesses and, and strengths on offense and defense are becoming more apparent after week two.
1: Yeah, it needs to be because this is region week for most of it's our time. most of our WCS teams. It's time, baby. If you don't know what your weaknesses are right now and your strengths, you're probably in trouble going into week three. So, and we got a lot of strengths, a lot of strengths,
0: lots of strengths. Can't better wait to talk about them. Better week in the nine WCS matchups in week two, for sure. <laughs> Biggest improvement between week one and two. That's what they say. Hey, before we get into football, let's talk a little volleyball first. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Noonesville with a big sweep over Father Ryan, also a win over Innsworth. That's Those are two pretty good wins for a lot of different reasons. Uh, Coach Young and his young ladies, uh, I'm predicting
1: another state championship this year. <laughs> and we are, not that are going chance. out on a line. <laughs> No, it's still tough to do. One, you got to make it through here, but that's great for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of those is a great win. The other one, not so much. Uh, well, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just for lots of different throwing reasons. throwing a lot I of shade, but <laughs> Father Ryan wins a good win. They, they think they've got it figured out over there. And Coach Young said, "Okay, we'll show you what some volleyball is all about." Insworth, I didn't even know they had a team. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Palpatine even lets them have a team. But anyways. Uh, big win over Father Ryan, and, and you're right, man. They are, they, they are heads and shoulders above everybody else right now, but that doesn't mean that the gap can't be closed.
0: Speaking of a team that's playing well and improving and we don't talk about a lot, uh, Coach Riker and his squad with the sweep over Page in a district match, matchup, Abbott Crofimel. yes, Very
1: impressive, Coach.
0: Ten kills, nine digs, Grayson Campbell and Haley Riley, seven kills each. Quinn Johnston, 18 digs, five aces, and she hit a couple three pointers there <laughs> That's well. But great win for Coach Riker and his squad. Tennyson Gorman for Page, six kills. Mazzy Bushman, four. So uh, Summit with a good start, and and Franklin continuing to play well.
1: Yes, Franklin's what moved to four and one. Um, they have three. They 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 went up and took care of. They put the smackdown on CPA, from what I heard. Went up and took care of Riverdale as well. Um, but, yeah, she's really – that's what we were talking. And then and – then, so then you talk about Summit. There was a time when Paige really handled Summit pretty easily. You know, Coach Rikers, I think more and more of those young ladies are playing club now, uh, you know, just like the wrestling program. You know, you have to – you can't – volleyball is not a sport where you can just show up and play during volleyball season. And, and you can tell Summit's really invested in that. Programs getting better. There's no easy wins anymore uh, in volleyball.
0: Not in WCS. No. Fairview, 3 0 win over Stewart County. Gabby Curtis, 7 kills, 6 aces. Marley Baker, 6 kills. Elise McKinney, 6 aces, 9 assists. Volleyball getting going here. Soccer girls, Franklin with a big 2 1 win over Summit. And to me, this might be the biggest score of the week, any sport. Yes. Nolensville, not only, I mean, I'm not surprised they beat Brentwood, but you don't beat Brentwood 4-1 and Maddie Padelski all four goals in the first <laughs> half. Coach Shelton's got himself a player and a squad. I'm going to
1: throw a little nugget that you're going to love. I was talking to the station camp head soccer coach, Jeremy Cook, a.k.a. the Cookie Monster, good friend of yours. Absolutely. He said, now he's got a few state championships under his belt. He knows how to coach, correct? Correct. He said she's the best player he's seen and he doesn't know how long. Padelsky. Wow. That's a big statement.
0: That's a big well, you go back and look, uh, you know, she wins the Wilco as a freshman. Yeah. Who does that? The last the last player I remember doing that was a young man by the name of Robert Hassel. He turned out a okay.
1: He's doing okay. Is, you know I always like to go to basketball analogies with you. Is four goals by halftime against Brentwood, is that like scoring 30 points in the first half?
0: I was going to say 30. <laughs> I mean,
1: coach, how does that even
0: happen? She probably didn't even touch the ball but six, eight times. I mean, so you talked about uh, – I, I mean, because I know what kind of strategy you pull off. You were talking last year with the Wade, say so you're going to – Load everybody up on one guy? Are you talking about that in basketball when the same guy yeah, scores? Yeah. What do you do with Podowski? Put like half the team on her?
1: Box and one. <laughs> Face car. Yeah. It's a big field though. You can get loose. Uh, well, our man Billy Whittemore, he asked Cook that. He said, What do you do, man? Like, he goes, Do you do like a box and one or something? He goes, You can't really do that in soccer. But
0: <laughs> Coach Whittemore, come on.
1: Stick with football. <laughs> he was a great soccer player. Oh, he was? I think he was all state.
0: And I did not know that. Yeah. Obviously he did it all on skill if he asked a question that Correct. That the coach had to he say. He didn't play
1: for Purcell. <laughs> uh Schrock, Coach Schrock, you played for him. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be one of a kind. I mean, all state quarterback, Mr. Football, and I think he was all state soccer earlier in the year, but he was really good, yeah. He and Cook played AAU together. So Wow. I had funky. no idea. Yeah, it was a neat conversation. No. Until idea. he until he threw that box until one he... thing out of him.
0: Uh, have we had, we've had some soccer boat races before, but Fairview, they scored ten goals last week. They scored nine uh, against Creekwood, nine to three. Cameron Hunnell, doing kind of like the Podelsky, five goals, Lillianne McElroy and Emily Quaint with two goals each. Fairview is rolling.
1: Cameron Hunnell. The TWRA reached out. We're happy to announce that you did receive your boater's license, but if you're <laughs> gonna keep going that fast down the river, we're gonna have to suspend it. That's like, that's a jet boat. Four on the back boat race city. Thanks for playing, Creekwood. You can't be
0: jet skiing in six feet of water.
1: <laughs> I mean, geez, Minetti.
0: Yeah, pretty is wild. It one
1: word, two words, what is it? I know this It's boat. I know how many r- words <laughs> is boat race.
0: <laughs> and you can also count to five. Unbelievable, it really is. So uh, she's obviously playing well, Fairview playing well. Paige, uh, they repeat as the Smoky Mountain Cup champions, Coach Clapp and his squad. No surprise there. No, got it rolling. Cross country, we got some of our bigger meets coming up, but I didn't want to mention this because we didn't mention it last week. Uh, Siegel, two-mile under the stars. That was actually uh, on the 20th of August, but we didn't talk about it last week. Lots of great results from WCS, including Brody Chapman, Callahan Fielder on the boys' side, finishing first and second. Brentwood had four of the top five finishers. (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) On the girls' side, uh, Rachel Hawes, Lydia Cromwell of Brentwood finished one and two. But I like this, too, now. Yep. Centennial. Larkin Johnson, Reese, Ammon finish three and four, which I thought was a great show in there for
1: Centennial. Yeah, big time. I mean, right behind the two that you're gonna hear about all year long from Brentwood, yeah. So I mean, hey man, everything on the rise, everything's on the rise at Centennial, except for baseball. They've already been there. So but uh, yeah, that's exciting to
0: see. Hey, let's talk a little golf before we move on to football. The Ritwood boys and girls defeated Independence. Jacob Pirafoy, Troop Wallace, both with 36. They card 36s, one over par. Skylar Callaway with a 44, nine over on the girls' side to lead them. And then this week's gym, got a golf gym this week, Tate. The boys and girls teams at Page in the past week against two different opponents, the girls against Columbia Central, the boys against Ravenwood, they set team records for scoring. Also, Grant Clark in that Ravenwood match, he set a record in the individual match. So this is going to be hard to believe, especially if it gets to boys. So on the girls' side, they count two scores. So they get a win over Columbia Central. They're one over. Gabby Diaz shoots an even par round, which is – I mean, that's legit now. Legit. Brooke Bennett, one over. Legit. Uh, against Ravenwood, the girls win by six shot. Ravenwood – Ravenwood, really good. And the boys, 15-shot winners over Ravenwood. That match took place at the Grove. It's four scores, so get this. Grant Clark, six under in nine holes. Six under, he shot a 30. Tyler Wilson, one under, shoots a 35. Laird Williams, even, and our boy Chubbs (laughs) Wild, one over. Minus six as a team? That's unbelievable. Raven, we're talking Ravenwood now. And so I feel bad we hadn't really been talking about Paige, but
1: welcome to golf, Paige. That's really strong. Uh, For those new to the show or for those that maybe need a reminder from last year, in case you're wondering, is that a golf boat race? Yes, it is. But we do not partake in (laughs) WCS on WCS crime here. Therefore, no boat race awarded. But that's a boat race. Gosh. Hey, Jacob Purifoy, my man, school sport athlete, point guard, plays for the uh, Coach Bond and Coach Crane on the no, Bruins. No. Love that dude, man. Look at that. I think this is right. I know his dad will be okay with it if not. He, he didn't – at the state tournament, he didn't – that's how strong they were last year. He didn't even get to play, right? Couldn't even get out there. <laughs> He's shooting a one over. That's how good that team – how deep that they're team good. was last year.
0: They're good. Well, they're good again, and I'm telling you – so I again I apologize for to Paige. Page. We we mentioned everybody but Page, but I'm going to go ahead now and put them back in my preview. Motivated them. <laughs> well, they probably don't watch, but just in
1: case. Never know. All right, Tate. Let's talk hey, a little. You got an email didn't <laughs> <That's> you. <laughs> right.
0: Let's talk a little football game two week two recaps. We'll start with the WCTV game of the week, what I like to call the original Battle of Franklin. Uh, The game was closer than the score in terms of the way it was played, even though Page sort of dominated when you talk about total yards. Uh, It's 28-17, Page. This game was tied 14 at the half. Uh, Colin Hurd hits Boyce Smith uh, in the third quarter with a 12-yard touchdown pass to give Page the lead. And then I thought the difference was Franklin, rather than matching that touchdown, they get a field goal instead, and then uh, After that, they really didn't produce anything significant offensively. And I thought the depth and the experience of Page really made a difference late in the game. But once again, Coach Melton and his squad competed very well week two.
1: Well, we've talked about it, and now you hear the other coaches talking about it. And Coach Rathbone will tell you, they are definitely getting better. Franklin is definitely getting better. Uh, You know, those sophomores that you've talked about, you know, Brewer Wilson had another strong game, you know, 157 yards and a touchdown uh, against a really, really good page team who quite possibly is going back to the 5A state championship. So, yep, I mean, they're getting better. Um, It's just they've had a tough first two games. But uh, I think all the Admiral Faithful, I think Coach Melton, and and those that are watching it, they they can see it. And that's, you know, sometimes it doesn't always show up early on in the record book. But when you can see improvement, you know, he stepped into a team so young. That's 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 all you can do. You can tell this. He hadn't lost them. You know what I'm saying? They're playing hard for him.
0: No doubt about that.
1: And I think they went to this game expecting to win.
0: Well, I picked. I picked, mean, I picked and win. I was wrong. That's <laughs> uh, twice I've picked against Paige. Coach Bone, man. I, I told you I'm not doing it again. I don't care what happens. The rest of the year, I'm picking Page every time. <laughs> Ooh.
1: <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I gotta. I gave <laughs> away <with> my strategy. <laughs> Hey, are we still talking about this one? Yes. Colin Hurd, okay, obviously we're big fans. But, you know, we're talking about 6A, 5A football here. He's 10th – first year as a starting quarterback. 10 for 19, 139 yards, two touchdowns, and then 102 rushing yards. It's hard to do as a quarterback. What about – t- And a rushing
0: touchdown. What about uh... – his ability on the defensive side. And of he's
1: probably a better defender. <laughs> man, he's fun to watch, man. And that left side of that line, uh, check it out, man. He, he won't do it, so I'll do it. On that left side of the line, you got Ronan O'Connell over there. And then that number 70, that's Coach Rathbone's son, Little Bone. Little Bone. Little well, but he ain't little. Only an age. And he's a freshman, and man, he's getting after people's tails.
0: Yeah, he's a good player. He's going
1: to be good, man.
0: Hey, did want to mention Cooper Jordan, another sophomore for Franklin. Excuse me, another sophomore, 80 yards receiving, 89 yards rushing and a touchdown. And speaking of our man, Colin Hurd, Tate, let's take a look at the WCTV play of the week.
1: Franklin defender that was standing in the end zone. They had all 11 defenders inside of the box. Hurd scrambling out. Oh, he's got it. Oh, goodness. Yep. Touchdown. And just like that, Patriot. Paige scores. Hurd scrambles out, sees some open Colin space, run by and hits pay dirt. And that is going to put some distance between your home team, Paige Patriots, and your Franklin well, Admirals. Well, well, they say, when in doubt, give it to the best offensive threat you got, the Colin Hurd. That's, the ball, the ball, that's ball, him. Great play there, again. Uh, Ronan, Colin, just being the athlete that he is, rolled it out. Ball player, uh, ball player would have been a tough throw. Had a guy on that crossing route open, I think. But what I loved is if you'll watch number twenty-two, Brendan Ains and Ronan O'Connell coming out and double teaming that guy, and then that was a great block, especially by a wide receiver and you know an athletic lineman getting out there. But those guys got out there, double teamed him, easy path, almost untouched for. Uh, our man, Colin Hurd, that's that's tough. And notice, they're going to the left side. So uh, I think he's okay with it. My man, Ronan, if you'll watch that that, that extra activity after, he's lucky he didn't get a flag. I'm sure <laughs> Coach Rathbone talked about it. But the guy's getting after people.
0: Brentwood, 7-10, to 10, they fall short at Father Ryan. This one, I'll be honest, surprised me, Tate. Yep. Uh, Isaac Hayes had a 47-yard field goal to tie the game with under a minute left, uh, partially blocked. Uh, Brentwood was down 10-0 with 11 minutes remaining. They fought back as they always do. Grant Nelson, a 65-yard touchdown to Matthew Manning with five minutes left. And and something that surprised me a little bit, and he had such a great week one, and this happens sometimes, Isaac missed a couple of 40, I mean, 45 yards. We act like that's a chip shot, right. I mean, that's tough. But then he also, and this is something I'm sure that Coach Finch uh, would talk about, he had another one partially blocked. So that's two in the game that are partially blocked, and based on the kind of kicker that Hayes is, that doesn't happen. He makes at least one of those.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just head-scratcher, you know. And and who knows? That, it could have been protection could have been snap could have been maybe kicked a low i don't know you know but um, the 45s man you know that 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 tells you everything you need to know about him that you're expected to make 45 yard field goals high school kickers are not expected to right be. a lot of them don't even attempt that you know so well, there's some
0: teams that don't even try the extra point
1: correct <laughs> yes exactly so yeah that's just um this one i'm with you man this one i don't other than say it was a head scratcher i thought and, and, and you make all those field goals you, – you, you go, th- what, three for three against Blackman. You know, you don't win the Blackman game without all those field goals, and then you would have thought, you know, two, and then you get the win. But, you know, I thought Coach Finch's quote was great. You know, we loved him last week. We'll love him this week. You know, that's, that's just – that's the game of football, you know. And, and they're going to need him to win more games down the road, and he will. He will. Know? No question he will. So, I just hated to see – you know, Matthew Manning, that 65-yard touchdown, the junior wide receiver, he had 150-something receiving yards. You know, you hate to see a performance like that, you know, come up short. But I don't know what the problem was, but that there was something there because only one rushing yard as a team.
0: That, that was a total shocker. To me.
1: Well, a lot of that is sacks. Correct. But still, behind that offensive line, uh, I know they're not happy about that, and I know they'll get that fixed.
0: Centennial with another impressive win, 42-7 over Lincoln County. Brendan Jones, I'm telling you, his, this is a young man we're going to talk about a lot this year. 14 for 17, passing, pretty nice efficiency. 227 yards, three touchdowns, uh, two to Dominic Reed, uh, one to Alex Pierce. Kanai Johnson, he had a pretty good night. Four receptions, 50 yards, and oh, by the way, an interception on defense. A lot of confidence for Centennial going into that game against Independence. It's going to be one of the best games of the week, I think.
1: Without a doubt. That's going to be – is it the game of the week? I mean, the TV game of the week? No, not, we the know t- yet? no not the no. TV
0: game of the week, but one of the better games in the league. No question.
1: Sure. I, hey, this is – God, man. You can't put all the eggs in one basket, but, man, what a game for Centennial. If they can, not only do they go to 3-0, and 1-0 in the region – this would be a huge step towards. Is that your, a preview of your pick? Your guarantee? No, I'm just setting this is, it up. This is a preview of your pick. You know, really, what I was going to is <laughs> that it would be a huge step of, and I know Coach Christy appreciates it. The district athletic director's personal guarantee at media day that they were making the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> step it up. Let's go. Hey, I'm all for it. They're so. in. But you know, what? and you were talking about Brennan Jones. I love that too, man. You know, he's played a lot of ball, but remember, there was a time when he was. He was the quarterback. He was competing his tail off right. the job. Sometimes he was and sometimes he wasn't. And this kid didn't give up, kept working. And so I think all the experience he has is paying off now. But also I think the, uh, you know, the, the ups and downs that he went through, I think those are paying off too. And, and can I, don't call me Connie Johnson, <laughs> another stellar performance.
0: Speaking of stellar. Mays McCoy with I a made. 31-yard touchdown pass to Layden Grant with 145 remaining. Fairview gets a 13-7 win at Creekwood. Grant also had a 12-yard rushing touchdown in the second quarter. I- I'm thinking Grant has become right there with Samson Johnson of Nolansville as a touchdown maker.
1: Well, in 2022 he is.
0: I mean, I'm telling you right now, that dude, well, anytime thank- you talk about Fairview – and scoring touchdowns, his name comes up.
1: Yes. Mr. Johnson's been doing it for four years, though. True. But, yes, 100%. He gets both of them. And then I'd love to know what it is. I saw where Coach Hughes said that that last one, the, um, the Mays-McCoy pass to Layden Grant was a, a little tricker, trick play. A little trickeration. Trickeration. <laughs> Do you see who he said Coach Jackson got it from? Malzahn. Who? So I'm wondering. Well, don't be confused about this, but you think you think
0: it's <laughs> and Malzone obviously had some experience with triggeration? <laughs> well, with, wasn't, there a, wasn't there a Bobo? There was some kind of something that happened there too, because Bobo was actually the coordinator when we thought it was the
1: heck. He did. <laughs> oh man, Bobo uh Bobo's fingerprints all over. So, does that make Mays McCoy a Bobo watchlister?
0: Maybe yeah. we'll have to talk to Doctor Qualls because he's the expert when it comes to
1: no doubt. Next game day, it's getting brought up. I'm telling you, we got we got a, we got a football player and a quarterback.
0: Oh, our athlete. Yep. Yeah. Hey, WCS goes two and zero on turf field debuts Love this it. past week. Uh, Independence 34-0 over Tresvent. Summit 35-0 over Spring Hill. So. Neither one have given up points on the new turf field. Had to be the turf.
1: It's got to be the turf. No (laughs) doubt about it. Coach Stidham, uh, a lot of cool things that came out of there. 34-0 victory. First win on the turf. First game on the turf. Coach Stidham's first win as the Independence Eagles head football coach. The 200th game in the history of Independence. Love it. Uh, And... Those that don't know him, the Indy people know. We've talked about it. Coach Stidham is a class act. No kidding aside, they could have beat them 100. and I don't know. But he didn't do it. I I think those 34 were in the first quarter.
0: Trey Hartwell, three touchdowns. Daniel Morales, two. Hartwell's were rushing. Morales receiving. Had a little change at quarterback, too.
1: Peyton Curtin played great at quarterback. Tossed both those touchdown passes to Morales. Um, you know, uh, Cody uh, w- w- was out again this week. But that's, that's, you know, it's pretty neat that you know you've got depth like that at quarterback. So um, uh, Expect
0: to see Lockwood in week three.
1: Everybody, The Indy Nation <laughs> is eagerly anticipating that.
0: You know, something else I thought was and cool. And I'm sure
1: Centennial's happy.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you something else I thought was pretty cool. I don't know if you saw this, where they did like the – First on the turf, the new staff members at Indy, the teachers, they did the little tunnel there like we did when, yeah. you know, the sixth, the, I'm, I'm not dogging this thing they did, but I can remember doing that. When, you know, your kid's like five after the, after the little soccer game and they run through it. They're the they're lying. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm not downgraded. I just don't know where you're it going. It sounds at. like I'm downgraded. It just reminded me of that. But I thought that was cool that they were the first on the turf. They're always doing cool stuff.
1: And we've talked about that, a little foreshadowing. He's got some other things coming, too. He's got some other things coming, which that I might love. have something to do with the entrance. Or It's exciting. First on the turf, they had the T-shirts. Your boy, Coach Wilkins, heavily involved in that. Uh, yeah, man, they got it going. Got they it got rolling. It going. Yep.
0: Got it rolling. Speaking of rolling, Summit, 35-0 win over Spring Hill. The defense, now, this is not, this, this is not a mistake. They gave up 12 yards, uh, which is – only 12 more than they gave up last year in the 1-0 COVID wound. Uh, they forced three turnovers. Cooper Hall and Aiden Bird combined for five tackles for loss. Bird also had a scoop and score. Our man, Dominic Hollis, 87 yards rushing. And a touchdown, Logan Frazier, also a couple of touchdowns rushing.
1: That's Dominic Hollis' <laughs> team. Glad to see him step up. Austin Harvey, leader, competitor, only going to get better at quarterback. A boat race is what thirty-five points. Coach Coleman, first boat race of the of the year, right on the nose, thirty-five to zero. He was down there on the Duck River. <laughs>
0: lots of lots of boat. I mean, we we've, we've even missed a couple opportunities throughout the show, but lots of boat races in
1: week two. Love boat races.
0: Nolensville. Big win. 21-14 win over a really good Giles County team. You know, the my favorite part of the win is the two fourth quarter touchdowns that they had to score. That's what good teams do. Yep. They're down 14-7. They score a couple touchdowns in the fourth. Senior Kobe Walton hit Chance Fitzgerald for a 20-yard touchdown to tie the game with nine minutes remaining. And then Walton with another 42-yarder to Dylan Northcut. That was only four minutes later. They hang on for the win. Colby, uh, another really good game. 264 yards passing, three touchdowns, 31 rushing. Good win for Coach Derek and the Knights.
1: Huge win. Um, not it doesn't count, but it counts. They all count. Giles County is a good football team. Might not win another. I mean, might not lose another one the rest of the season. It, it, with all the o- offensive um, highlights that they had that you just mentioned, I'm more impressed with that defense. They got, they've got some athletes. Uh, Kamari Turner, nobody will slow him down. They did. Uh, Coach O'Connor does a great job of they formation you to death, trying to get you out of position and break a big play on you, and that did not happen uh, for the night. So Coach Derek Pauly D's team played really, really well. The other thing I love is all of Kobe's guys step up. Chance caught one. Dylan caught one, right? Uh, Zion Tamaska had the other one. And then remember, I think we talked about it last year, the cool thing is Eric Harper is starting to show up. Well, he's been a secondary-only guy. They've got more depth over there, which allows him to be another playmaker on the offense. Got a lot of weapons.
0: And don't forget, we still have Samson.
1: Who? Oh, yeah, Mr. TD. Uh, uh, yeah, Mr. TD didn't even have to do his thing.
0: I'm, I'm My li- guess
1: is that they said he's not going to beat us. I, I'm
0: really liking Nolo on offense. I'm stepping out again.
1: That pays, pays. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, we already know you're not
1: picking
0: them. <laughs> See if you remember that. Uh, hey, speaking of getting the weekend started early and jumping in the probably a pontoon, I'm guessing fifty six to three, Ravenwood over BGA. Uh, here's one for you because I don't think I've ever seen this before. They led fourteen to zero before the offense played a snap. Uh, Ben Hubbard, he blocks a punt. Caleb Erickson picks it up and scores. They get another stop on BGA. They punt the ball to Ben Hubbard. 66-yard touchdown, 14-0. From that point on, it was total domination. Carter and Colton Pace, both with great games.
1: Ben Hubbard is a sophomore, by the way. Big-time playmaker. Um, It was really not... Yeah. It was really worse than the 56 to 3.
0: It was yeah, a, a, another example where they could have scored 100 points.
1: Yes. And uh Carter Pace 122 yards, three touchdowns. Colton Pace got a uh, Chris Parson touchdown. Parson really didn't have to do much. And and, you know, you only held him to three points like that. Defense played lights out as well. Coach Hester is more of a deck boat guy, so it was kind of a, a deck boat Oh. boat race. Either
0: way, he just likes just a it. leisurely,
1: yeah, ride. Yeah, I to have his family out there. In <laughs> either way, he likes boat racing the, the wild kittens on a Thursday night.
0: It was more like kitty cats that <laughs> night because it, <laughs> it was it was it was unbelievable.
1: Tate. <laughs> Two years, man. Two you're, years.
0: You, your favorite part of the show? Woo! Pickums. Uh, but you're starting. You're starting a little fast. I don't want you to burn yourself out. So uh, last week you were seven and one. The fans were also seven and one. Dr. Qualls and myself, we were both six and two. Here are your standings. The fans and I are twelve and four. We're just <laughs> kind of getting into this thing. Dr. Qualls thirteen and three. And look, I made him pick earlier. He is.
1: Copy and pasting,
0: and then <laughs> Tate, you're fourteen and two, so you've got a one game lead over Dr. Qualls, two game lead over th- over the fans, and uh, over the fans and me. Uh, fans keep voting, by the way. W C S C O Athletics to place your votes. Let's start off with the W C T V game of the week. This week, we've got Brentwood at Summit. Brentwood at Summit. What say you, Mr. Matthews?
1: Well, my one loss last year was the Bruins. I mean, last week was the Bruins. But I, 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 got, I still got faith in this team. I think they're number two in the region. Therefore, that means to be number two in the region, they're going to have to beat the Summit Spartans. Let the text messages start flying. I'm going <laughs> with the Bruins.
0: You know what? I'm going to go with Brentwood too. Um, but I think this is a good game. I, I really do. I think Summit's a little better than everybody thinks they are, even though they're young and we know they're going to get better later. They might be better quicker than we thought. And then brent I think the difference is Brentwood comes in an angry bear. They need to be. And I, I think because of that, they're going to be big-time motivated. Yes. Uh, not that both – I mean, come on. You're not motivated to play a one-in-ten Coach right? Coleman's
1: going to give them the – Nobody believes in us. Of course he is. It's the world against us. Of course he is. And he's good at that. He'll have them ready. Sure you don't want to change?
0: I'm going Brentwood. Okay, I am too. All right, my pick, Centennial versus Indy. Kind of like you said, although this one kind of makes me nervous in terms of the pick, but I have said Indy is going to finish second in the region. You're not going to finish second if you don't win this game. I'm going with Independence to defeat Centennial in a barn burner Less than five is the margin
1: Oh, I like it uh so you're saying combined points were over sixty you you willing to go that high what combined points over sixty points
0: what centennial Andy yeah no no not that big. I think both. it's I think it's a lower scoring game than that. oh you do okay I just meant close, but I, the margin is going to be five
1: or less I think this is uh, I'm with you I'm going independence um because I think their one and one record's a little misleading. Uh, and, and we get everybody back this week. Trey Hartwell is going to be a load to bring down. He's getting better every week. He's running hard. Uh, but I, I think this is a very high-scoring game. But I'm going with – by the way, did you notice they have Indy on the – I guess they're in Indy now because it's on the jerseys. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going with Indy. Fairview, Stewart County.
0: We don't need to spend a lot of time on yes. this one and waste the viewers' time. Tate, who are you? Uh,
1: I mean, Le- Grant and McCoy are eating popcorn <laughs> in the third quarter. Well, now Literally that, eating popcorn. Now that it's 30 to nothing, they're definitely. <laughs> Shoulder pads off, <laughs> eating popcorn, talking to Mr. Butler about <laughs> the pep that? rally earlier in the day.
0: Uh, I agree, Fairview. Franklin Ravenwood again. Franklin's better. Uh, it's a home game for Franklin. Their crowd will show out as they always do. Uh, Ravenwood's got too much. I'm going Ravenwood. Ravenwood.
1: Speaking of boat race, boat race. Page at Spring Hill. There you go. I just this is a boat race before. I mean, it could be in the first quarter. And the final boat race of the week. It's another boat race. <laughs> Nolensville, Lincoln County.
0: We're both going Nolo, right?
1: There used to be a time where they'd, they'd say, well, now they got to come down to the pit this week. <laughs> yeah. They're into the pit, they're going home in a boat. <laughs> so we're both going we to – There's going to se- be no separation.
0: We've got to separate now.
1: Well, and I'm pretty sure, well, fans might go with some – I don't know. I think there's a good chance we're all going to have all the same picks this week.
0: I think we might, too. There's a couple games I'm telling you tricky.
1: Quals might pick Stewart County over Fairview shaking up a little bit.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll tell him that's who we pick when I ask him to make his picks and see if he – Then we'll know. <laughs> Tate, always great to see you. It's exciting. I feel like we're right in the teeth of fall sports right now.
1: You have – Plenty of great games to go to, two really, really good ones. No excuse not to get out there and see one. Make sure you're checking out your volleyball teams and your soccer teams and your cross-country teams during the week, man. They they all appreciate it. Golf teams, too. Golf, too. Get you got, you a little exercise,
0: walk with the yeah, golfers. Just,
1: there's a little there's a little more etiquette that goes into that. Right. right? We love yes, it. great exercise. Kind of like when me, you, and Pulliam were riding <laughs> on the back of that – Coach Ladd's cart. I don't know that that was in the – that's another story. I don't know if we followed safety
0: protocol on that one. I'm, somewhere that didn't go over well. All right, Tate, look forward to seeing you next week.
1: Yeah, man. You too.
0: And thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.